Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. here on Friday, August 2nd, 2019, otherwise known as the beginning of Ohio State season. Camp kicks off later today, and uh, we are very excited about it here at Bucknuts. I am Dave Biddle, very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. Uh, Jay Book, welcome in. Before we get into the nuts and bolts, I want to let the listeners know as far as practice today, the first few periods are open to the media. Practice will start at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time, and we're going to have a practice report on Bucknuts. We're going to have videos of practice. And then afterwards, we're going to interview Ryan Day and a handful of players. We'll have wall-to-wall coverage today, including interviews with Coach Day uh, and the players, stories that we'll post on those guys. And again, like I said, a practice report. We will have photos of the players. We will have videos. So everything you could possibly want. So uh, look for all of that today on Bucknuts. All right, let's get into it. So, Jay Book, what are you most curious about today, you know, either from the videos you're going to see of practice, what Coach Day and the players are going to say afterwards, just news and notes, just what are you most curious about regarding practice later today? Yeah, I'm so pumped up right now, Dave. I mean, just the fact that uh, the Buckeyes are back on the field and we're going to start getting some practice reports, it just makes the hair on my arm stand up. Uh, The one thing that I'm really fired up about is I just want to see what Justin Fields is going to do um, he left a lot to be desired after the spring uh, football game showing. Uh, K.J. Hill showed up to Big Ten Media Day, and he was extremely bullish on, on Justin Fields. So I, I really want to see what he does. And obviously I have to mention the defense, just having a brand-new-look defense with uh, Madison um, and Al Washington on the staff as well as Halfley. I'm curious to see how – that's going to look um, in the reports that's going to surface in regards to the defense. Um, and, and the thing that you really get excited about is just getting the, the detail and the intel about who's getting the best of who. Uh, with, with Justin Fields being in the, in the program for some time now, how will he perform against the one defense and how will that, that new look defense perform against Ryan Day's offense? So it's a lot to be pumped up about uh, with the with the Buckeyes back on the practice field. Well, yeah, with this offensive line, um, I mean, do you think it's going to end up being where it needs to be? I think it's going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about this offensive line. I think they have a lot of depth there, especially with the grad transfer uh, that's going to be vying for a starting position, and then you have a healthy Brandon Bowen back in the fold. I think uh, Josh Myers is going to be – someone who's going to make a name for himself. And then uh, obviously you have to mention Wyatt Davis, who played really well down the stretch there. And then 
You get there a month from back and Josh Oliby. So you can just go uh, on and on and name it some guys. You were, uh, I think Ohio State probably has about seven to eight offensive linemen that they feel really good about. Um, and, and to me, I think this is probably the deepest line that they've had for some time. They actually have some quality depth back there. Uh, I'm really bullish on it. This is going to be a big year for Stud. Uh, there were a lot of fans that were calling for his job. He really stepped up his efforts on the recruiting trail. Let's see how he steps up his efforts on the football field because if he can develop these guys, then this offense has the potential to be very, very special. All right, so when you analyze this team, this roster, what's your biggest concern? I'm still going to say the linebackers. I think Taraja Mitchell has the potential to be a star, but I'm still concerned about them. I'm curious about the new looks that they're going to see, especially – uh, with the bullet position that's going to uh, take one of the, the guys that was previously on the linebacking core last year off the field with White coming down in the box. And, and I, I know they, they're talking about uh, Jocelyn Wendt playing more of uh, the bullet position. So I, I'm concerned about the linebackers. I I hope uh, Tough Borland gang gets elevated to another level this year because he I, I think last year he was playing through a lot of those injuries and he wasn't himself. So it's going to be – very, very important for Al Washington to get those guys back to playing at a high level. The fact of the matter is, is the Silver Bullets defense has always been on the backs of the linebacking core. Ohio State linebackers under Luke Fickle played at a really high level, and it's going to be up to Al Washington to get them back there. And if those linebackers are the weak part of the defense, that's going to be trouble. Other than middle linebacker, and let's assume that the quarterback job is not uh, actually uh, an open job like uh, Coach Day has said so far, uh, it's my little joke. It's obviously Justin Fields' job, and I'm as thrilled as anybody that Gunnar Hoke is here, but uh, it's definitely Justin Fields' job. But, J-Book, as you look at it, other than middle linebacker, what position battle are you most intrigued by this camp? Um, I would definitely – one of the other positions is I want to see – um, what the, the second string running backs are going to do because if uh, Demario McCall is healthy, I'm curious to see how that's going to be uh, in the competition with Marcus Crowley and Master T. We really, really need Master T to take that next step, and they desperately need Demario McCall to stay healthy because if he can stay healthy, then he's going to be a Swiss Army knife. Uh, J.K. Dobbins. He's a guy that has shown that he can carry a load, but he's going to need to be able to have someone who can spell him. Uh, in the last couple of years, Mike Weber uh, was, you know, a, a thousand yard back pushing up on a thousand yards last year. So they're going to need somebody to really step up to be that next guy in line. And uh, I know a lot of people are really bullish on Master T. I need to see more out of him. Uh, but the big thing is DeMario McCall has to stay healthy because if he can, he he brings a, a, a element to the offense where he can be a creative mismatch one-on-one, especially against a lot of these Big Ten linebackers in space. I really like that one because, I mean, you know, J.K. Dobbins has to have a good year, but he still has to have – you could argue he has to have a great year, but he still needs someone to step up behind him, maybe more than one guy, just to you know, give him a breather and uh, to share the load a little bit. And then if he gets hurt, look out. So they've got to have some backup running back step up. So uh, really like that one. And, um, and then and then also you you talk about, I mean, it kind of parlays into the running back recruitment here because obviously there's been a lot of adversity on the recruiting trail when it comes to uh, – 
hitting hitting home runs with the running back position with Tony Alford. And I know a, a lot of fans on the on the board they're pretty upset with the way things have trended when it comes to the running back recruitment with Tony Alford. So I think it's going to be imperative that the running back group perform extremely well because they need to be able to sell that nationally. Ohio State is being able to snag those five-star wide receivers, and a lot of people saw what Ohio State's uh, offense looked like as far as the passing attack. I think Ohio State needs to be able to show uh, those primetime recruits in that 2021 class that this is still a a running back-friendly offense. Yeah, it's funny you brought that up. I'm going to finish the show asking you about Tony Alford, running back recruiting. Uh, Before we get to that, uh, before we move on, just when you look at this 2019 team as a whole, by the way, isn't it just fun that practice starts today? I mean, it's just so damn fun to, to think about it. It's exciting. You look at this 2019 Buckeye roster. You look at the schedule. You look at Ryan Day. Everything, you know, from a global perspective, you know, just how, you know, how do you kind of break this, this team down? How do you handicap them? What do you expect um, in a general sense from the 2019 Buckeyes? Yeah, if you look at the schedule, Dave, this is probably the weakest schedule that uh, I've seen when it comes to Ohio State in some time. Uh, it'd be curious if if they're going if they're an undefeated team heading down the stretch, how much the national pundits will try to ding them uh, in regards to this schedule. But with that being said, I truly believe this is the most talented team in the Big Ten. Uh, they've recruited extremely well. If, if you look at the top 100. Uh, 24-7 commits, Ohio State pretty much has more than any other team in the Big Ten combined. Um, so I think when it comes to the top-end talent, there's no one even close. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot of question marks on the coaching front. They're going to need to be able to gel fairly quick here because they will get tested. Um, they will get everyone's best shot. That's just the nature of the beast at playing at Ohio State. Uh, but talent-wise, if they can put it together – there should be no reason why this team is not playing back in Indy and competing for a playoff spot. But I'm, I'm really bullish. I'm very excited about this team because there's a lot of young guys. It's a lot of unknowns here. Um, but the sky is the limit, and this is a, a, a great opportunity for Ryan Day to show that he has the chops to lead Ohio State uh, on the national front. No question about it. Um... All right, as promised, let's switch gears and talk about uh, talk more about Tony Alford and running back recruiting. You touched on it a little bit. Um, where are you at with that? You know, you, I mean, I think you you let you, you kind of let the listener know like where you're at. You know, but you know, just expound on that. Where are you at with running back recruiting Tony Alford in particular? With you know, they're they're going to lose out on Bijan Robinson unless something drastically changes. Looks like he's headed to Texas. Jalen Knighton's committed to Florida State, although you never know about that. I mean, if, even if Ohio State got the verbal commitment, that just meant that they led at that time. And right now, Florida State leads, so we'll see what Ohio State can do. But uh, you know, I know, like as you mentioned, everybody on the board is seems very down on Tony Alford. Where are you at with with Alford and with running back recruiting in general? Right. Um, I think that that's a question you have to you know kind of answer in two parts. If you look at where they're at right now as far as running back recruiting, I think uh, Tony Offer, uh, he's kind of, you know, not necessarily dropped the ball, but he's put the the program in a tough position because they desperately need running back. Um, I expect J.K. Dobbins to leave for the NFL after this year. And um, with that being said, you're going to need some guys that's going to come in and be difference makers. As Urban Meyer said, Ohio State – running back position, that is the Cadillac position at 
um, Ohio State. So there shouldn't be a reason why Ohio State is not attracting top-end running backs. If anything, you can probably critique uh, Tony Offer for not having uh, those backup guys, you know, high-end backup guys that will be in the mix if they swung and missed on their national guys. Um, but with that being said, I know a lot of people have revisionist history, so they they completely forget that in the 2018 class, Brian Snead was a big-time get for Tony Alford. He was um, the number three running back in the country pulling him out of Florida, and he's supposed to be a guy that's on the roster right now that is vying for major carries, but obviously things went south with him, and he's no longer with the program. But if you're just going to look at it as a recruiting front, that was a major big-time get. Um, I think Tony Offer has done a, a really good job getting uh, the most out of his guys when it comes to on-the-field production. Obviously, J.K. took a step back last year, but I I thought that Mike Weber played some of his best football the last couple of years, and you look at what the running backs have done overall. I think it was an impressive uh, coaching job from Tony Offer to get J.K. Dobbins as a true freshman who was coming off an injury his senior year, playing at an all-Big Ten uh, type of level there. So on the field, I think Tony Offer is good, but I think there are some things that he needs to clean up on the recruiting front. Nothing J-Book needs to clean up. Great stuff, as always, from Jonah Booker. Really appreciate it, J-Book. And thank you, all listeners out there, for tuning in to the show. Again, wall-to-wall coverage of practice on Bucknuts today with videos, with interviews with coaches and players, with practice reports. So keep it locked to Bucknuts. And hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Let's try to buck our swag. Best damn band in the land. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.